0: Hello, everybody. My name producer Dave, and this is the Ideas from Europe podcast, episode number two. Welcome on board, and thanks for downloading our podcast. In today's episode, we feature a conversation between Linda van Dijvenbode, who you might remember from last week, and Klaas Ackerman. Klaas is the co founder of the company Greener Power Solutions here in the Netherlands. Greener delivers clean mobile battery power anywhere in the world. They were founded in January 2018 to make an impact on the CO2 footprint of on- and off-grid energy markets using mobile batteries and smart energy planning. Linda and Klaas discussed some of the successes and challenges that Greener have faced whilst getting established in the market, and how groups like Ideas from Europe can help to bring together people to try and solve some of those challenges. Now, if you're one of our Dutch-speaking listeners, and I know we have a few, don't forget to stick around until the end of today's show, where I've got some exciting news for you. But with that all said and done, let's get started with today's show. Uh
1: good afternoon. So I'm here today with uh Ackermann from the company Greener. Uh, so welcome Klaas, uh to uh to today's podcast. Um can you say something about yourself?
2: Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm Ackermann. I'm 30 years old now and um uh, after my studies in uh, at TU Delft in in Delft, um, I uh pursue the career as project manager after which I decided uh, that uh, I can make uh, a bigger impact on uh, the environment and the sustainable projects that are running if I would uh, participate in it as as an entrepreneur and together with uh, two friends in 2018, uh, early 2018 uh, we decided to set up a bench rental rental company um, which is basically an uh, a project that we have uh, in which we um uh, have battery systems that we use to replace diesel generators in all sorts of locations like uh, construction sites uh, for grid operators events and festivals uh ev charging which is a really big and new market that uh well this is to be unveiled still and, uh, and many other um useful applications for batteries and what makes us uh special is that we focus on the larger energy systems uh so not the portable ones that you can y- use in in your fan or your camper van or whatever but really uh, the bigger sizes that you uh, would need if you want to power uh, big cranes on construction sites or uh, drilling machines or that kind of stuff so like it's it's a uh, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the bigger market mm-hmm. for energy solutions, which is often dominated by massive diesel generators. Uh, but now with these, um, batteries that we, uh, we rent out, we can have a massive impact on their, uh, CO2 and, uh, nitrogen, uh, emissions, which is, uh, currently a really hot topic and uh, that's where we uh, pick in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thanks. And you are a co-founder of Company greener. Yeah. So you said you did it with two other people. Yeah. How did that come about, and why this particular area? I mean, how did you identify these portable battery storages? As um,
2: a, I, I know my two co-founders from from the TU Delft as well. So Dieter and Lucas, uh, though they studied uh, uh, aerospace engineering, I studied architecture. Um, We we knew each other from uh, some sustainable and environmental uh courses that we pursued and one of them was uh called innofest and with that project we looked into the um well basically uh, how we could make uh, festivals more sustainable so there were several groups uh, and we then digged into the the energy part of the festival which we uh, didn't really know much about in the beginning but then looking into it, we saw that you you will have massive uh diesel generators running at maybe 10 20 percent of their capacity to power uh the whole festival meaning that 90 to 80 to 90 percent of the energy is actually going to waste um and we figured that th- th- this this had to be um changed this had to be improved and that's also why the is called greener and not the greenest or the best or whatever uh because you you always have to work in a certain situation where where there are uh, fixed parameters and um we we aim or to strive to Come up with the best uh technological solution that's currently uh available um reliable uh to to come up with a with a better better but maybe there will be mm. even better solutions in the future but yeah. it's like for now yeah. in 2020 we think this is the best solution with these batteries and uh, so that's why we use batteries now to uh they will power uh factories um uh, temporary housing um uh, construction sites yeah uh, you name it we we are currently uh, working on those situations
1: yes and uh, i understood from when we spoke before that you it's the battery itself is not something you make so you use existing yeah. technology existing from an existing provider yeah. the often company so where is then, what, what is your unique selling point? What do you add to that proposition?
2: Yeah, that's, well, uh, that's a pretty good question. And that's as, as a startup in 2018, that was al- always pretty, uh, tough to answer. Also like where we were going to make a new market. I mean, everybody uses energy, but it's often e- you get either from the grid from your, like your, your, uh, sockets at home, or, uh, you use a diesel generator. Uh, and we proposed a battery. Uh, so then we had to find out how much energy people actually consume. How much can you store in a battery? And, um, m- the building, the making of batteries is th- th- that's a really technical trade, um, and there are many companies in the Netherlands, but also Europe and the world that, that actually already do this. Uh, so for us, the added value was not so much over there, but more the implementation of these battery solutions in certain uh situ situations or projects where where they will make an impact so um we make we are making the market together with a couple of other companies uh, mainly in the netherlands for for using batteries instead of generators then we own a fleet of batteries which is growing uh till 43 batteries uh early 2021 uh, so uh 43 battery containers that we that we can rent out because the battery itself is not uh, owned by that many companies at the moment so you, you need to we need to have them in order to to sell the advice and the and this and the savings that mm-hmm. we that we promise um, and then greener really focuses on the, the operational handling of the machine in a project because um, the battery is only an energy storage system it stores energy that you can use whenever you want to. But when the battery is empty, you have to charge it. You may have to move it. Uh, and what we have is a lot of software and um, uh, control software that makes sure that um, you can set up the battery with whatever solar panels, windmills. Uh, you can put diesel generators, and then um, you can basically with our software all combine these machines into one sort of energy production plant. Then our software will manage that we we um use as much of the renewable energy that we can use um, and then uh, either with grid connections or ge- diesel generators we make sure that we have all the energy that we need for the offtaker to use and then the battery will make sure that it's all stored until it's actually needed mm-hmm. so the, the battery is really the buffer that means that you can use it in many different ways and we basically uh, write and own all the software that optimizes the functioning of the battery
1: okay so it's, on the one hand, it's um, very much a software company, yeah. but also in a sense, it sounds like a, like a logistics operation because yeah. you need to know, because you need to charge the battery. And yeah. of course you don't want to charge it if you are not sure it's going to be used for for a I longer know, time. Yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. <laughs> then it's a bit pointless. So you have to know exactly when to, to, yeah, to yeah, store we, the energy in the battery, because how long would it take before this big battery is is fully loaded
2: uh the charging of the battery can be done within an hour oh that's right. the okay. fastest uh but that really depends on the infrastructure you have mm. in place to charge the batteries um we really believe also in the collaboration with other companies so it's not that we we sort of said yeah we rent out batteries and that's all, all you can have we we work with uh, companies that uh, traditionally uh, uh do rent out diesel generators that get uh, us to, uh, deliver batteries instead of generators, uh, more often from their clients, uh, but that also makes that we are way more in the network uh, to make an impact instead of doing all these, like one of pilot projects to show mm-hmm. where you can use a battery, we're really, uh, focused on doing projects, uh, making that impact, making sure that we, um, uh, decrease the use of, of, of diesel basically as much as possible. And, um, for that, we have our software that, that helps us. Uh, controlling the systems and then we have our partners that we work with to to trans- transport them uh, where we can charge them and uh, that we can work together with in certain projects because mm. it's not only a battery you need cables you need wiring everything to get the energy out of the battery that's stuff we don't have right and for that we work together with other companies because yeah. they already have the expertise we mm. understand how the battery works mm-hmm. and if you uh, batch that together you're way stronger than if you you start yeah trying to just
1: buy everything by yes, yourself
2: like reinventing a lot of wheels yeah that don't need to be yeah. overlooked at though we asked our uh, transport company to uh, use a biofuel mm-hmm. uh, to run his trucks on if if they're working for us so it's like we we, we. yeah
1: yeah because yeah. otherwise <laughs> yeah you have a big diesel to transport your yeah, nice exactly. clean battery I mean, I
2: mean the batteries are huge so you need a big truck um uh, but that's the, that's the way the batteries are at the moment in this day and time and um but then at least you can you can make sure that they run on biofuel or hvo as it's called and uh to make sure that also in the transportation of the machines we we did as much as we mm. currently can do and they are also looking into having electric cranes and stuff so it's pretty cool stuff and really uh eager all these parties to also uh to come up with well innovation to sort of make the whole package work and uh And I think that's good. So it's not only renting out the batteries, but it's also some sort of mindset. Okay, we're, we're doing it this way and how, how can we make it better? How can we improve on what we're currently doing without, um, compromising so much in comfort or, or quality, but basically making it better than Mm. it already was. Yeah.
1: Okay. And, um, yeah, I just find it interesting. You are also remember you're saying, um before that you started out supplying for festivals. Yeah. That was one of your big markets. Um, then of course this year, (laughs) like all kind of went away. And Mm -hmm. so what, what did that mean for you as a business? I mean, what percentage of of turnover were those festivals and and how quickly did you have to reinvent yourself and how did you do it
2: we we had uh 80 85 percent of our uh income was festivals and this year it's two percent um though we were we we, uh it's like we were really um getting ready for for a really busy year the 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 30 extra containers with the 13 we we still have 13 we were supposed to get the 30 extra as a just mentioned uh earlier this year but then uh, we talked to the manufacturer of our system and say okay we 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 need to um come up with a with a new scheme for delivery because all the festivals are gone they were basically all rented out in march until june july so we 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 were really like
1: mm. buffing
2: up for 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 sort of heydays like um working really hard and then uh yeah it was like mid-march and then suddenly it was like absolutely nothing and i i know that i um all these batteries are constantly uh well talking to us uh via chat bots on our phones saying that 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 they're doing fine if if there are issues and whatever also that we can show our clients that everything is uh, going well that they can see how much energy energy they're using and basically uh, tell them before something is up that we have to do something to to prevent um a power out or something. So that's also completely new in the whole market of upgrade energy, where the client would usually just call okay, I don't have energy anymore. Instead, we can say, okay, within an hour we might have a problem, but we're trying this and this, and this now to fix it. Mm-hmm. And um, so but that's always going on since so 24-7. And then I I uh one one Friday we we all containers were were coming home, so that's always a bad thing if you're a rental company. But then I joke say okay, um, so quiet now this weekend they will really enjoy it and then they stayed off for like four months which is a bit longer than uh, yeah then than was good for our comfort but uh no we work really hard so um we have this stigma that we that we that we party hard and always want to work at festivals and um, we really use the festival market as a beachhead market because they're they're way more into uh being more sustainable and and doing their very best to 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 Minimize uh, their CO two footprint and everything. Also, a festival is like it's only a weekend, and uh the planning is way easier. So mm-hmm. it's like on the sixteenth of the July, we have the festival. Okay, we bring it then and pick it up then. And if you're talking to construction companies, of course they're way bigger. They have tenders and they have all sorts of uh, boxes they want to take. And a festival is okay, sure, let's do it. And the construction company is like, yeah, okay, but they want to look at the risks and they want to discuss it with this person and that person and someone from. Europe has to say something so it goes way slower um, but for us to make that like really make impact uh, like this construction the uh, infrastructure um, and the grid operators those projects that we're currently doing we can make way more impact like mm-hmm. in the first two years um, we saved about um, half a million uh, kilos of co2 emissions and this year alone it's already a million with the same fleet and that's because we are now running longer projects Mm -hmm. which have a more consistent load that is really useful for batteries to be uh working on for in in sorts of peak shaving or uh grid stabilizing so you you see that like in the festivals we we really made this exposure and showed and we could test and so it's really fun market to work in also like lots and lots of fun people to work with but on the other hand we also want to work in these other markets not because it's it's Uh, it's less work because like for festivals you have to pick it up every week but it's also because you can make way more impacts like we have one project earlier this year and that there we saved in one month of almost a hundred thousand liters of diesel with with two batteries i mean that's massive
1: yeah yeah so you're right so yes it's actually so then in hindsight the the fact that this year the the festivals dropped to almost zero pushed you into making that transition yeah. faster to new markets a bit than sooner. otherwise you may have done because your batteries would have been booked for for those weekends away at festivals and
2: yeah yeah i think okay. uh, a bit sooner than uh than uh than expected or maybe mm. wanted but nevertheless really important yeah, I think. yeah it's like everybody's always some, saying about some startups. sleepless
1: nights went uh,
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> went by and um uh you You have to pivot when when the time is mm. the time is there and we were always planning to go to these markets but now yeah. we had to there was no yeah lack. i mean you, we could quit or find yeah no exactly
1: markets. it's that point where you make the decision yeah yeah and then
2: yeah this was a major force that forced yeah. us in, a, in doing something <laughs> something different yeah so it's uh yeah we, we well we yeah. have massive massive amounts of fun events to go to and do really good marketing, I think, uh, make people happy and curious about what we're doing, uh, in, in these other markets is a bit, it's a bit harder yeah. because it's, uh, it's a bit more behind the scenes always yeah. like, yeah, what happens on the construction side? I don't know.
1: Yeah. And it's a lot you, less sexy and, uh, fun than, yeah, <laughs> yeah. than going to Lowlands or ping pong. Uh, but, um, how, I, I'm curious to you, how do you go about it? I mean, do, because none of you are from construction or even the energy sector. You said you did architecture, yeah, I like architecture yeah, and, 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 and design. your co-founders did aerospace engineering. Yeah, so they, how do you, do you just call up one of these construction companies and say, Hey, we're greener and we, we think we can help you. You. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you need to work with us. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one um we of course started with the festivals and then so we, yeah we we asked asked a couple and then as soon as you talk to one person you get to talk to the next and the next And then the nice thing in the festival branch is that they that they're really eager to work with with new innovation uh you have uh innofest which works on uh testing innovation in festivals uh, they also really helped us Uh, but no, I think we, it's like, you have, you have to make phone calls and a Mm. lot of them email people. Yeah.
1: Did you have any support from any agencies, any startup incubators? Did uh, did any of the, I mean, uh, of course you were working with particular manufacturers already. Did they help you? yeah Get also entrance. also
2: the the bat- battery manufacturer also helps us at work so if they if they can really specific mm. uh demands the, the of questions uh for for a battery system they they sometimes refer them just back to us okay you don't need to buy anything you just rent it from greener work with them test it together with greener so that's interesting for a lot of people who are looking into buying a battery i mean a battery mm. is super expensive and uh if it's going to work well for you that really depends on what you're going to do with it and sometimes it's just really nice to fiddle around with it for a month and then decide yeah. on, on what you're going to do uh we joined the Rockstart uh, uh program in in amsterdam uh the, the and then focused on smart energy but which, which was also really helpful because um me Dieter, and lucas so the three co-founders like we we like what we do what we 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 we're not serial entrepreneurs uh, so that's also all new for us uh, and currently we we uh, we run a company with 13 employees and 13 batteries that's that's um, which will grow to 43 uh, very soon so it's 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 going to be very serious mm-hmm. and um um yeah that's that's the the, the, the change is massive but i think the, the our product is is getting more and more professional and also finds uh, its fit in the markets uh better and better and, and currently we are the lucky that more and more companies start to uh inquire at, at our address okay you have been around for two years now mm-hmm. at first we we sort of laughed about it and scratched our heads and now apparently it seems some sort of legit so yeah what can we do together because i think uh, we might need you yeah and then yeah then we're w- always really happy to to hear them out on what they're doing and where they're working with and then to see how we together with greener can can work with them together because we want to do projects but good projects not we don't want to do greenwashing or um or setting stuff up that's not really necessary mm-hmm. it's, it has to serve the purpose of uh creating a clean energy uh, solution for whatever project you're running yeah that's really important for
1: us okay i i i noticed that uh Quite a lot of the the startups I certainly come across in the energy sector, but more broadly, the entrepreneurs have this drive to really want to contribute to a cleaner environment, a more inclusive society to really have this uh, societal contribution as well as running a business. And I... Certainly, Delft University seems to be very strong at creating companies that have this yeah. societal drive, like Fize. I don't know if you've heard of them.
2: No, not particularly. But like in yes, Delft, mm-hmm. I don't think there is a single company that's there to just be a unicorn and uh, buy a massive ship. For, is is that something
1: that's part of the yeah like, b- part b- of the education, also, or is that just a sign of the times? Or yeah, I
2: think it's both. I think that TU Delft really supports people to 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 look in this kind. Kind of stuff. Uh but also I think a lot of my uh the fellow students who graduated they 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 are always looking for for some sort of sense mm-hmm. in the things they're doing and what's funny is like uh a lot of people also make also make jokes about it. it's like you you can better not employ uh uh someone from like TU Delft or something as, as the, their first employer because they will leave you in two years because mm-hmm. they as soon as you just start working you sort of find out okay i like this i don't like this my skills are here my focus is there and i mm-hmm. want to and that's i mean i worked for two years at this construction company and then said okay well uh yeah thanks for all the all the support i got but i i, I have an, another another destiny to pursue and yeah. i want to really try to to do this to make an impact yeah yeah that's maybe yeah uh, yeah we dreamers <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> the generation of dreamers well let's hope it stays so <laughs>
2: yeah i think it's really important and what what i like the most about is that usually i like I, I like the most skeptic people are the most fun to talk to because mm-hmm. people who already believe in that we have to change something stop burning dinosaurs and start using the sun as it comes to us and they, they like they're easy to convince but people are really into running diesel generators and really into like using tons and tons of energy they're not using tons and tons of energy because the sake of it it's like Mm. if you if you're running a massive crane or a drilling rig it uses an insane amount of energy to to drill whatever tunnels that we want to use or Mm -hmm. make sure that we have the fastest internet in the world and i don't know what so it's it, it comes from society the stuff they're doing and then but if you can make an impact when when you're building all that kind of stuff that's really fun and especially if you the the, the changes that you make to the current uh, work uh, if they also improve the way that they're working that's even better because sometimes you say oh god it's like you show up at a construction site with a battery and it's like oh you have this guy with a battery and it's probably not going to work and uh, there's so much hassle in uh, working with a battery and i don't like it and then you you fire it up and then you let them run their 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 machinery and then it works and it's okay fair enough it works um, good for you i don't care and then at a certain point it's like oh i'm not working in diesel fumes all, all day anymore I'm, I'm not hearing the diesel generator yeah. running all day anymore no more clogged fuel filters no more out of fuel whatever and then they sort of start to see the benefit of it and then they they, they come back to you and say like, oh hey i was working with it and i thought maybe we can do this and then yeah sometimes um, it's a really good idea or sometimes you 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 park it for but then you like then you can even get like the haters yeah like if you can get the haters on board it's so much more fun it's like i really believe in creating a a better more fun society and not a yeah not something else and if so if more people join basically then then it's it's going to be more more, more fun and then the impact will eventually also be bigger
1: yeah yeah like, like I was, I'm, I'm thinking about driving as you're saying, yes, yeah. it's the same with, with driving. Like, uh, you know, you have formula one, which is fun because it's yeah. su- super noisy, but then you have formula E yeah. which is also amazing because mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the speed with which they accelerate and, and the fun of the car, just, which is just so very different. Yeah. And and it's it's the same thing once you, if you're, if you're used mm -hmm. to driving a a petrol or a diesel car and first you get into an electric car and you think I'm a stupid electric car and then you start driving and you think, Ooh, this is actually fun. And it becomes a challenge to, to recover energy. Yeah. It becomes a challenge to drive as efficiently as you can.
2: Yeah. I love driving my electric (laughs) car. It's way more fun. Also like the, 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 people are always really worried about the range but the range is actually not really a problem as you you can you can quite easily plan but also if you're charging somewhere you there's always something going on in that location Mm. i don't mean that i'm talking to everybody in the at the chargers but it's more that you you get to places that you would normally never come and if you then have a petrol car you you also show up at the fuel station and you 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 yeah like you you put the fuel in and then you you pay and you probably buy a mars bar and then mm. you leave again i mean with an electric car you charge it overnight and then you get in Oh yeah, like you you unplug it in the morning and then you get in and like you're you're good to go
1: yeah
2: and then if you as soon as you you hit the accelerator it's like you you just buzz yeah, off yeah. <laughs> and normally with a with the fuel car, it's like, <laughs> and just now it's like whoop, and you're
1: you're away yeah i recognize it um, one thing you were saying earlier is that you work with what's available now, and then you just progress one of the, of course, the big criticisms always of, uh, well, electric cars with batteries, yeah. and I'm sure you get the same with batteries is, um, well, the battery itself yeah, is yeah, yeah. Mm, the production of the battery yeah. and the materials and the recycling, yeah. how sustainable is that really? Yeah, How that's, do you-
2: that's always a really tough discussion. And I think there are it's, several ways in, 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 to, to handle this kind of discussion. I believe you, you have to do something in order to get somewhere. Mm. And if we, if we all stick to the fact that batteries are unsustainable to produce and we decide not to continue with batteries, that's fine for me. I think it will be a massive loss for society. Like it's like denying mm. the invention of a wheel or whatever. I mean, it's super practical um but you have to make sure that you use it for the for the for the right thing and that's also as i said it's like we want to do project but we don't want to do massive green it's like here you have uh, this like this massive battery container that we have it weighs eight thousand kilos uh, which is a lot but for the compared to the diesel generators and all the fuel that goes in those machines the the, the 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 size and weight is actually a bit smaller than the typical so actually a good thing but if you see it for the first time you think oh whoa that's a uh, that's a lot of machine um but uh, so you you have to you have to get your hands dirty to get somewhere um and on the other hand um, um, like batteries are full of really rare earth materials and um it doesn't make any sense to just throw them away so mm-hmm. maybe today we cannot recycle 100 percent of the battery but I mean 40 percent of a battery is just expensive materials mm-hmm. so if you can get them out in some way and then recycle it in a good way it's not gone it's mm. just you're sort of storing the material in the machine and then when it's no longer of use you can you can take it apart yeah um i mean that's a bit optimistic maybe because th- there is not a recycling process that will recycle 100 percent of the battery at the zero carbon footprint and make sure that the whole supply chain is covered but you you have to you have to make steps and we also often get questions like uh, oh are you already working with this type of uh, battery system?" and I mean you have like the, the craziest combinations of uh materials coming up now to to store energy and whereas no we we still use lithium ion it means like, "Oh man you guys are like 10 years behind so no that's not true we we use the product that's available now yeah we are not a pilot factory we 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 bring this to the market mm. so someone can build it we spec it and then we we go and use it and that's why we also believe that we have to have so many batteries because like the worst thing for us as a company with that vision is to say no we only have five batteries to do projects with no it's like we we need a thousand batteries mm. just to make sure i mean there there are hundreds of thousands diesel generators to be replaced in the world and not all of them can be replaced with a battery but a lot of them can yeah so why stick to five
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and then you will you will build up like this legacy of uh of old systems but you can you can update them as well and the batteries that go in our systems they have like a 10-year warranty so maybe in our systems they are not that practical anymore in four years because we can get batteries which store way more energy in a a smaller volume fine then we put those in our containers and then use these batteries for stationary storage because we will need massive amounts of stationary Mm -hmm. storage as well yeah so i i think um it's it's like the systems that we bought right now they will they will exist for a really long time and it will be updated, but then the parts that come out of them won't be scrapped. They will be reused, yeah, reused. in another location, not yeah. even recycled, but reused. Mm-hmm. and that's, a, that's, that's way better than yeah. recycling because that means that with limited uh, yeah. work, you can extend
1: the life yeah, exactly. of the, 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 item. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I remember the last time we spoke this, the, you did say that because you're in the mobile storage market, you're kind of opening the market for, Uh, stationary stores because most of the companies I have dealt with have stationary stores like flywheel or LS store with, uh, uh, flow batteries Exactly, and they struggle to get access to the market or the market that isn't quite there yet.
2: I I can, I mean, and
1: you are sort of the front runner, you're, you're opening doors in a way and, creating awareness uh, yeah I mean
2: the the market for stationary uh lithium-ion at ion battery storage is massive I mean Tesla mm. is, is, is I don't know how many gigawatts of stationary storage they 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 have built are planning to build I don't know and in the yeah. Netherlands also like all major energy companies in the Netherlands run mm. somewhere between one and 15 megawatt hours of stationary lithium-ion battery systems but it's like the the if we want to use the energy from the sun, as soon as it comes to the earth, either by wind or mm-hmm. solar, that means that we have only energy when there's wind or mm-hmm. when the sun is shining. So basically yeah. we are missing 50% <laughs> of the time that we are in, in planning to In winter we use. are. <laughs> yeah, this, we, have a, we have an issue. Um, so we have to store it in some way and lithium ion is, is perfect for what we're doing. So short-term storage, like a few seconds to an hour, maybe a week. But if you if you are really looking into storing massive amounts of energy for like for the winter or whatever, you need to like start using hydro or indeed you you can have these flywheels or build these really massive weights that you mm. sort of lower mm. into the earth. I don't know, I've seen the craziest stuff. Yeah. But the problem with all these things is it's innovation, and you need a lot of money to innovate, and then also location and people who believe in in the product. And um, I think what we did really well was we. Um, we saw this, uh, this opportunity that we can power events and festivals without diesel, but with batteries. And Mm -hmm. then, um, we already talked about this in 2013, but then that was the year that like the first Tesla model S was coming to the Netherlands and everybody was laughing about it. Mm. And in 2017, when we reinvestigated and then we, we founded the company in 2018, the, the batteries battery technologies lithium-ion battery technology was so much more matured so then mm-hmm. we said okay if you're using it for stationary storage which is the boring very boring thing to do why don't we make it mobile and then also use it in all these locations and um so it's it's you need market fit but it's also you also you have to find the right time and i think that mm-hmm. can be really tough for people who. Um, really strive to innovate um because they are always five years early mm. and that makes it that then you need believers that, that that do it together with you and we i mean we're also an innovative company but we we don't hustle out the the best battery uh uh sell chemistry and that kind of stuff we just make sure that we find a party that can provide the best that you can get in the market right now and then we provide the best operational support on that machine yeah that you can have to make sure that you can Mm -hmm. do projects you still have to find a lot of people that want to work with you Mm -hmm. but then you you sort of um we sort of skipped the first hurdle of if a, if a flywheel yeah. or a battery is actually a thing. I mean, they yeah. were a thing and then we decided yeah. to use it the, in another you, way. You,
1: you took an existing market and you came into it with a replacement product, or so a new yeah. product into an existing market, which is of course always easier than having a new product, even a new technology yeah, in a new market, yeah, exactly. which is the energy storage market is still new in that sense that the, the fluctuation of yeah. renewables is... I Something mean, that grid like, companies and uh, we're more and like only
2: trying to come up with an alternative yeah. for milk than yeah. coming up with a completely <laughs> yeah. new drink solution.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And uh but I mean, there are still many challenges if you do yeah. that. Uh, but that that makes it different, and especially yeah. for the companies. I mean, flow batteries are super interesting uh flywheels i think they're super interesting as well but that's that's a bit further away from us i mean we also looked into flow batteries that you have like you can get two massive tanks and then a small um um it then called like the, the the machine where you run you, you, the the fluid through mm-hmm. and it, it's 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 heavy but you can you can move a lot of energy quite mm-hmm. efficiently they not well i mean you, there's there's tons of opportunity and uh we also work together yeah. with all sorts of other companies that are into more so we yeah. are into storage but it's in production so you have kite power from uh, TU delft that that uh, produce energy with a kite so it's airborne wind you have a couple of companies now in the netherlands that are working on uh, on small fuel cell applications then we also yeah, come over and we just hook it up to the battery because mm-hmm. what the battery does really well is temporarily store so if the power profile for an, an a certain energy user is it's, it's never flat well mm-hmm. it can be flat but then for a battery it's not so interesting anymore but the the fluctuation and the more fluctuation in the power profile there is the better for a battery to put in between because that means that you can get a you probably you have a a, a pretty average base load but then all the power peaks mm-hmm. usually determine that you need a massive diesel generator mm-hmm. but if your base load is actually quite minor you can just produce all that energy with uh, i don't know so solar or a small grid connection or a small diesel generator or a fuel cell and then the batteries just pick up all the power peaks so yeah. the battery is really an optimizer in in an in an in an, in an energy mm-hmm. setup and um, if you can control that well you can be really really efficient and, and save a lot of fuel uh that was otherwise necessary to be burnt in a massive diesel yeah. generator that actually yeah. wasn't really just
1: that, because that just runs at peak <laughs> level the whole time is that what you're saying so you
2: yeah no well i mean a diesel generator it uses it, it uses diesel to run the machine mm-hmm. and it uses diesel to create the kilowatt hours mm. coming out of the machine and the bigger the machine the more you will use to run the machine mm. but if you're then only using two percent of its capacity right. to make yeah. diesel into kilowatt hours yeah. that means that you're
1: you're you're burning the a massive engine. yeah yeah to create so a little you're bit running of
2: a way smaller engine yeah like the the power consumption of smaller engine is almost mm. like the idle power yeah the idle fuel consumption of a smaller engine is mm. way lower and then it's more efficient yeah so yeah we funny if you you're, you're running your jenny's always at max power and then just sort of burn the energy in the exhaust okay sorry <laughs> 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 but that's kind of stuff you, you have to learn and understand if, you, yeah. if you're going to rent out mobile batteries, because yeah. if you don't, then people just say, who are you? What, yeah. what do you think?
1: Yeah. Well, yes. I, yeah. So that's what I was thinking because you're not from that market. It's, that's also quite a steep learning curve to yeah. understand yeah, how it works. I mean, I still, I, I had a session on the 16th and and, and people start talking me into frequency yeah. uh, regulation and, and and day markets for energy. You yeah. just think, wow, that's a whole own world yeah yeah, no there's no you have no knowledge of when you just switch on the light uh, in your house
2: what i like the most about being in 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 energy or power of grid energy give it a name is that people just take it for granted it's like Mm. if you turn on the light the light will turn on if you plug in your phone into the socket to charge it it will charge yeah Uh, and i i often say now it's like if there's no wi-fi people are angry but Mm. if there is no Electricity, there's no Wi Fi, but there's yeah. also no nothing. Yeah. There's no television. There's no communication. It's like, then you're really back. Yeah. In, yeah. Basically, yeah. In, in the Middle Ages. <laughs> in the
1: Dark Ages. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know that uh, because I also work in the space sector. Yeah. And uh, people in working with satellites always say, like, oh, you know, satellites are such a basic necessity in our daily life. Yeah. Now, I think about navigation yeah. or whatever. So, well, that's true, but you know a lot of sectors say that. You know, the water industry says the same, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and the food sector says the same. Without food, you go very hungry. But there's so, no water. But well, water- there's no electricity. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, if if you, you, we take energy for granted, but yeah. then I was talking to um, Paul Fospeck, who started Quintex. Yeah. So that's the flywheel, and yeah. he comes from he came from the states. He lived in uh, the United States in California for a couple of years. So there, it's not so normal anymore that, that the electricity just works and <laughs> because the no, power outages there are quite, uh, yeah, that's, that's actually, quite regular. So
2: we've had a couple of massive power outages in the Netherlands over the past years. It's like a few years back, there was this massive malfunction in a mid-voltage uh, station near Amsterdam, which mm-hmm. is sort of, uh, blacked out a fifth of the city, I think. People are just not aware that it's actually a possibility. But mm. as soon as you go to to any country outside the Netherlands, you will, you will ensure yeah. power outages way more often. Yeah. It's also like in the Netherlands, um, when, when the, 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 the distribution operators, so like Leander and Stedin, are working on the, like the, the substations and the transformers and stuff, they will always bring in a diesel generator that does a, uh, uh, asynchronous grid takeover. So we there might actually be someone in the street now like we may be Mm -hmm. running on diesel Mm -hmm. we don't know because if they are going to work on the substation that is connected to this house they will bring in a generator that will make make sure that the power never goes out yeah and that's it's like if you go to germany it's like if they're doing maintenance it's just plop yeah there is no energy (laughs) yeah for i don't know how long and then when they finishes you're you're back online yeah you can you can like run the washing machine and uh, start cooking again so it's really funny it's like we we are so highly sophisticated in in the way that we use not only so not only electricity it's also for water like we're pumping the whole country dry to make sure that we can that we that we like can walk in the streets without uh, having to wait in water and stuff And, um, and, yeah, so that makes the Netherlands also, I think an interesting country, uh, for innovation because we, we, we sort of innovate five years ahead of, of the necessity mm. felt in the rest of the world or in, in Europe yeah. compared to other countries yeah.
1: and, I, um, yeah, I guess it's a, a benefit and, uh, a disadvantage at the same time, because uh, like I said, I had this session a couple of weeks ago and, and Alphen was actually part yeah. of it and he said. The benefit of such a robust system is it should allow us and we should take the opportunity to experiment with new technology and new solutions because we can, we can do it right now and we can show what the technology can do and then, you know, find markets outside the Netherlands to do it. Yeah. But at the same time, it also means that here in the Netherlands, it's difficult to to create the market because everyone is thinking, well, what's the urgency because we are such a robust system.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely true. When we, uh, were in the rockstar program, there were also startups from, uh, from Africa and they really showed us in how they look at energy. And I mean, in the Netherlands, we're always focused on the grid. It's always the grid, the grid, mm-hmm. the grid, the only thing they were focusing on was off grid. It's mm-hmm. like, just make sure that you can run your own community with your own, uh, possibly, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, a like a grid connection, if there is anything. And then a battery and solar panels, wind and uh, and in the diesel generator and uh that's so funny It's a complete complete different way of thinking about it but that also means that a lot of people in those in in smaller rural african communities they they don't even urge to be connected to the grid Mm because they're just running a like a 48 volt dc grid that connects their solar panels to their to their phone charges and, and their light yeah so they they don't need all these these power lines and power stations and distribution, yeah. slimmer yeah. meter in the meter
1: dust. <laughs> Maybe that's where we're heading as well, because of course we're getting new legislation and that yeah. should allow, um, more peer to peer and, yeah. uh, off grid networks. So kind of some people refer to it as a democratization of the energy system going yeah. from very institutional fixed, uh, organizations yeah. that are running our energy system now to bring it back a bit more, Back again to the people to to ownership uh looking at
2: like the challenges that we currently face uh on on this western european energy grid um is that uh, um we also talked to people from leander for instance who said like it used to be really easy so there was a power station and then you had the lines then you had distribution and then you had people using the energy that the power station was producing so the energy was always going from left to right Mm. Then we started producing at bright, but we don't know where where there where there is the where does like the power from the power station meet the power that's produced Mm -hmm. by uh, by all these homes with solar panels and these massive solar fields and new wind farms and that's a massive problem. But indeed, if you're talking about uh, uh, getting a more peer to peer network of of uh, trading energy, that is going to make a massive uh, massive difference in. um, in in how people look at the also the the production of their own energy and uh, and the consumption because if you if you can buy this the power from the solar panels of your neighbor it might actually be beneficial to run your (laughs) washing machine during the day if you know that he's producing a lot and then that you can sort of pay him for the fact that you could use his solar panels and then another problem is solved is that otherwise that energy would just have gone back to the substation in the street and then to yeah god knows where but that's all not really an issue but as soon as you start putting energy back through the same lines you never know where where it ends Mm -hmm. up and that means that some parts of the infrastructure can can be not laid out to to cover for this 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 change in direction basically in the yeah yeah so that's yeah um yeah i think within 10 years i mean we have all smart meters now i think in the Netherlands, um I, i think you have to be really creative as a energy company the coming 10 years. It's not going to be you use yeah. energy, you pay me and I will make sure <laughs> that that.
1: And by energy company, do you mean the, the energy providers? So like the Vattenfalls or yeah, the grid yeah, yeah. operators or all of them?
2: No, e- eventually, all of them, but the, the grid operators themselves, they're like, they like semi state owned. So they can, they can, they just have to make sure that it works. But I think the energy companies, and I mean, you see companies like shell also really trying to dig into this market because mm. eventually nobody is going to buy energy anymore along a highway because mm. that's what shell's doing they yeah. are selling energy along a highway shell yeah. also wants to a stake in 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 your in your smart thermostat, and i don't know what mm. to to under to, to sell you all your yeah. energy needs whenever you need it
1: yeah But well, i think they already bought Or company Sonnen, the German company. They
2: they have a massive, (laughs) massive portfolio of companies they're buying currently to to make sure that. Are you up for sale? (laughs) uh, We can always talk, but the, the, uh, um, you see it everywhere. We, we work with a couple of energy companies and they're so looking into energy data. What can we do with the energy data and their exposure and, and how they can, make smarter uh um sort of energy uh deals mm-hmm. for their clients where where you can i mean i can charge with the same energy contract at all charging poles in the Netherlands mm-hmm. have at my home mm-hmm. which is for me really beneficial because mm-hmm. it's really cheap uh, but all that kind of stuff it's going to be way more interrelated than just this this invoice or basically note that you get every month okay thank you you can pay me 80 euros now and you can turn on the light again. yeah
1: so yeah. that's uh, I, again, last time when we spoke, I remember you mentioned, Ah, oh yeah, so this is a platform here in the Netherlands called Main Aansluiting.nl. Yeah. I remember you were, you said- Yeah, that's said, a really oh. big thing for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now is your chance to, because uh, I remember you saying that um, at the moment, the way it works is a request comes in, uh, like a restaurant or a company Yeah. says, I, I am starting a business. I need more energy. Uh, and then- the, the ball starts rolling. So yeah. then the, the, the net company says, okay, well, we don't have that. So we need to put in yeah, more Yeah.
2: So what's really nice about yeah. MainAnsluiting.nl is it's like a centralized platform where everybody in the Netherlands can, uh, apply or arrange their, their connectivity to whatever source of, of, um, utility you have. So it's, it's water, it's gas, it's internet, it's, it's electricity, it's, it's, it's all of it. And um for everybody who, who who doesn't really work in the energy sector you probably have a grid connection coming into your house that works just fine but if you are um uh, a restaurant or or a factory whatever you will you you possibly understand that you will need a lot more energy than than you're using at home so that means that you have to get way bigger infrastructure and that's all managed through my which works really easy you just say okay I, I need uh, two megawatts and then uh, leander will uh, start investigating if that's possible and then come with a quote how much is going to cost and whatever uh, and it works pretty well the only thing is that grid operators are currently suffering massive delay in uh, the rollout of these kind of works because um, they are just short on people and then the newspapers also say that they're short on capacity on the grid though i think that might in many cases not actually be the truth because the shortage on the grid is uh as far as i understand more an an um, shortage in uh, in spreadsheets than the an 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 overload on the transformers that we have in the grid um because everybody demands a certain amount of energy and say that they're going to use x uh, but if we take the knowledge that we have from like, uh, over a hundred projects that we did right now, and, and especially also in the festival scenes, like everybody says, yeah, we'll, we'll use a thousand. And then if you're starting to dig into the data and on, on how much they actually use, it's, it may be 10 mm. or a hundred. So, but if there are for a thousand in the spreadsheet, mm-hmm. that, that means that they probably use a lot of energy. But if you effectively don't use a lot of energy, that means that you can sell another 900 or 990 yeah. to another company so yeah. um what we the first thing that we always do with greener is, is if someone calls us like they need a battery it's like, yeah sure oh, everybody needs a battery in the end so um but then we ask them so like, what are you going to do and that's not because we want to know everything about everybody but that's because we have to understand their their energy need their energy situations like do you have already some installations in place uh, but also what are you going to power what's the typical power profile for the certain machines we of a lot of machines we know from new machines we then uh well we we discuss with the, this new client how, how it works or maybe set up a test um but it's really important to understand how much you're actually going to use um because otherwise you will always end up running these massive machines
1: mm-hmm.
2: that you possibly didn't need because you can run it at a way smaller Yeah. Um, because you're not using that much energy Yeah, so, yeah. so
1: you're saying that the because it's run by spreadsheet, they have a capacity on paper that is used but it's yeah, not really no, used but maybe
2: it's not really used i mean i'm not saying yeah. that that, the, that that there's all no problem in installing mm-hmm. all these solar parks that's currently going on because that's also more in the rural areas so mm-hmm. of course there's there's less infrastructure over there but i think it might be interesting to start actually measuring how much is going on Uh, but on the other hand also monitoring these kinds of uh requests for increased grid connections Mm. uh, because what we often find out is that if so if that the client comes in and says i need so much and then if you if you really dig into the situation they need a completely different number that means that you can um uh, in case of the grid operators uh, possibly that you can maybe have 10 20 30 percent of the project uh can be cancelled even before you start because Mm. people probably already have a sufficient grid connection um but for other projects you can maybe run a battery or or some other energy solution that that um people um can use and then of course you have a massive group of people who do need a newer or Mm -hmm. bigger grid connection that's that's all fine but that kind of stuff so it's really funny that this already really um worked on but it's not really uh you can you can do more with it another thing is that so the grid operators are saying we cannot build more solar or ha- adding more solar to mm. the grid or make it unstable uh, because there's not enough capacity i mean that's, that's really serious stuff because otherwise you will end up with blackouts and everything and yeah. that's what we can be really proud of in the netherlands that it's not happening that often but if the grid operators maybe just start making a map of where there's capacity in the netherlands on mm. the grid and then hand that to the people who develop these solar parks i'm not a mm. massive fan of of solar parks but that sort of flips around the discussion and so you're not going to these men and i'll say okay i I need a 10 megawatts grid connection over here for my solar park that then leander has to say yeah okay we have to build it but there's no capacity so we have to because that's the thing if you if you ask for this connection then they 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 have to install it or come Mm -hmm. with really good reasons why not Um, but if you are just doing stuff in the wrong place it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. i mean if you can shift 10 kilometers to the east and there's ab- absolutely yeah, no problem yeah. and then you can hook this all up for yeah. relative small money
1: yeah
2: i would always choose that location over the other location where yeah. it cost uh, mm. i don't know because it's, it's all it's all public money in the end yeah and you can only spend it once so be smart about If we need more sustainable power make sure that we know where we can generate it that's that's not only zoning plans of municipalities or or provinces or or the national government but it's also where where can we put this energy in the grid and where do we need this energy Mm -hmm. if you if you put these layers on top of each other you get that like super dutch comes card. so you get these really logical locations to focus on first and then other locations that can be made interesting by doing certain stuff and locations okay we're just not going to work here because it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. and um i think that's also a bit uh, reflected in how greener works so sometimes we get this request for a project which is really nice uh but does then not really work for our battery so then we just tell them okay super nice but rent a battery at company x because it's going to be a better fit mm. it's it's i don't know smaller mm-hmm. more or less efficient i don't know yeah uh, but perfect for your job and yeah. then, so then you, you have the right machine in the right location and yeah. so much, uh, we're so much more than just yeah. putting everything yeah. op- that you can just plug it with the battery because yeah. the battery is not always a solution.
1: I remember you were also saying that if, if this, uh, platform would allow, uh, then it, instead of straight away going into the, to, to the, to the form of extending uh, the network, yeah, you could.
2: Yeah do a small inquiry on on whether it's really necessary. Yeah
1: and but also I, I remember you saying obviously and I remember you yeah, saying
2: Yeah of course to do it's it myself, for your own yeah, then for I can
1: say, no, you own, yeah, <laughs> but at least start with a um a mobile storage solution yeah. just to understand what the real question is and the real demand is measure
2: their power demand i mean there's so many ways in how you can either by by collecting data just like by measuring Mm -hmm. it or doing making spreadsheets understand what what is actually going on and then and then then
1: yeah
2: only then decide to 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 improve it's Mm -hmm. like going to the supermarkets when you when you need like uh one kilo of flour and then buying 250 kilos mm. because there was not a smaller package yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So really it comes down to the, I suppose that's an attitude and uh, a culture in the organizations more than, uh, that there, yeah, are, I, there, I, there are no I, regulatory barriers that would stop them doing it. It is more culture. Yeah, I, I think,
2: think like the 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 setup of the platform, it's super nice. It's I mean it's I think it's unique. I I've not investigated if there's a mm-hmm. main aansluizing.dea or yeah. B. But that doesn't really matter. It's like if, if you have something which is good and you can make it better, why mm-hmm. not make it better? Yeah. Because people will eventually benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And and that's especially when we're talking about energy transition and where we're mm-hmm. not fast enough and the Netherlands is really dangling on the low end of the ladder yeah. in terms of uh, renewable production and we're all doing so bad so come on focus on the good yeah. things focus on where can you make the most impact where yeah. do you need to push a little more and then just yeah. hustle on instead of just starting to to point at each other and say you know, you're you're not doing enough. Mm. no you're not doing enough." i mean yeah. that's not go- really going to bring anybody
1: anywhere no no uh, no it doesn't help in i i uh I worked with a group of young professionals from Klimaat and Energie Co, which yeah. is like a, a network for young professionals in yeah. energy transition. and so we had a they had a, f- a few discussions amongst themselves uh, in in preparation for the session and they came up with eight key messages. and I remember that uh, yeah there were some discussions, some finger pointing to start. Uh, particularly at the, the regional net of the grid operators say uh, they were slow to respond. And then they responded by saying, well, there's, there's so much uh, regulation in place that the tire hands and, and just slow us down because it just takes so long before. That's
2: because we, you have to zoom out one level because if you're only trying to avoid lawsuits because you are too late in, in, in getting a new grid connection settled, that means Mm. that you're, spending lots and lots of um of uh, of energy on stuff that is actually not going to bring anything because mm-hmm. i mean a lawsuit is something you have to settle when there's absolutely no possibility of, of of a solution or you need an external party to to come with with a with a with his opinion on it but we can easily overcome this mm-hmm. if we get make sure that if we use the the current existing platforms and, and ways of working and just improve on them mm-hmm. a little. Cause I mean, there's no sense in, in setting up lawsuits. If you can also ask, well, why are you going to use that much energy and the other party of mm. course would say, well, because of this and this, and this, you have to be respectful yeah. and it's not impossible. It's maybe just not really the way that this whole platform is currently and the, the all the procedures mm. that are behind it are, 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 are being executed. I mean, it's like the same. If you go to a shop and you, you bought something over there and it broke they they always have to send it somewhere yeah, yeah. well you know it's broken <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and i
2: have a, there is a warranty in it and so just give yeah. me a new one or yes. whatever. yeah and and sometimes really frustrating but if you if you can peer through this or zoom out one level and then see if mm. you instead of starting finger points okay but what do you need and and why do you need this and why are you so inefficient and then look at that i mean it's not that we're we're talking we're going to save the world but it's Mm. it's it's a really fundamental part of improving yeah is to understand what other people need and why they do it yeah if you if you don't then yeah Yeah. it's uh yeah
1: yeah yeah, uh, i would agree you first have to you can't assume that they are not doing something or doing something out of laziness or spite or whatever they probably have their own reasons because of the position they're in or the culture or yeah or Sometimes. maybe it
2: is legislation. Yeah. I mean, but then maybe we can look at changing. Yeah. It. And because um, it's really easy to say that other people are stupid, but mm. they probably act in a certain way yeah. for a certain reason. And mm-hmm. that's also like that's why we really work together with other companies. I mean, if we don't understand who is going to rent our battery or, mm-hmm. or how energy works, yeah. then how can you ever come up with an efficient yeah. uh, and and successful product and company if mm-hmm. you if you don't don't pay the time and attention and the effort to make sure that you fit in the in the in the process
1: yeah, so, yeah. if if yeah. you don't
2: then it's going to be really hard it's like growing yeah. uh, against the stream and you have all these uh yeah. beautiful sayings about it yeah and sometimes you have to be maybe a bit ignorant or arrogant to to really make a point i mean elon musk is not building electric cars because uh, he 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 yeah i mean he's not building electric cars because he really wants to build electric cars he's really like showing you look at this mm. it's completely different it's like everybody's yeah your cars are shit mm. okay i will improve yeah thanks <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah someone had to make the first step yeah i mean make it you, better if you think uh, you can yeah, do if better you,
2: <laughs> if, if nobody can or especially dares to take the first step it's going to be really yeah. hard to innovate and that's sometimes also hard. I mean, we have been on the energy boat and we've been to springtime. And uh, at first, we were really talking to more like the sea level, like high managers in mm-hmm. companies. So, yeah, we have a battery and you really need to use it. But on the other hand, the people who are using the battery are usually the guys who really know how to like, yeah. work shuffle or yeah. a diesel generator. And those people, m- mostly guys, uh, They don't know how this works. And then they will, they say, ah, can I'll set up a meeting with the innovation manager. Then the innovation manager is usually a really nice person, but it's not really connected to the, I mean, we, we did do, uh, we, we analyzed power consumption and construction sites. And then like, I mean, we, then the, the guys on site, I mean, they were really kind, but there's like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. the innovation manager wants us to do it? And then it's like, oh, the innovation manager. (laughs) Yeah. That person doesn't know shit. (laughs) <laughs> it's like okay and that's of course it's super hard if you have a bigger company yeah but what i told earlier um uh, is also that it's really fun to also sort of uh show the 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 haters basically that that you're that, you're, that a new way of thinking or a new light on a mm. certain situation can also really make them um part of the solution i mean yeah. i really have had guys that worked with it and we're a bit skeptical and then uh, we worked a bit more and i like ah okay yeah that's nice and then i ran to the guy on another project like two months later and said oh here you are yeah oh yeah i've been thinking about it he's he's been thinking about the battery for two months the battery he hated before he did the first project with it and i'm not saying that we have such a wonderful battery that everybody will love but he has been working on this in his head and probably in his in his in his in this community yeah. as well so not telling everybody about the greener battery but more there there something something was triggered in yeah. his mind i mean that's massive
1: yeah if you
2: can do something like that yeah. that's why it's so much fun that you have all these um people in their early 30s now starting up companies or really some sometimes really goofy or or far-fetched ideas about how we're going to change the world but it's 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 about people having to see and to understand that 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 you can do different stuff it's mm-hmm. like the, with the vegetarian meat well there's a lot of discussion going on about it how you can call it but like five years ago there was maybe one or two products i mean we sometimes ate groenteburgers at home mm-hmm. which were horrible but then <laughs> if you go to the albert Heijn or the jumbo now and you see the the, the sheer amount of vegetarian yeah alternatives for meat it's it's yeah. and it's growing i mean it's it's is growing so fast and i mean there's still a lot of meat and that's also fine it's your own decision eventually i think um but it shows that people are also willing to 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 investigate and to try and to yeah
1: they're not uh, apart from maybe a few very few people are inherently opposed to something new or change you just you just need to give them a bit of time to
2: Yeah, you don't, don't get
1: used to it and and you have
2: to be nice to them, but you don't, you don't necessarily have to convince them Mm. because eventually if they, if they see their own advantage in a new situation, Mm. they will, they will use it. And maybe that's a completely different thing than I was thinking about at first, but it doesn't really make sense to, to sort of start name calling to people who, who who don't believe in batteries or, or who don't believe in whatever. Food waste or or other you know societal problems that we have mm-hmm. you, you first of course have to work with the people who who, who are on your side because when you're alone it's really hard to make an mm-hmm. impact um and then as soon as you get the ball rolling you other people will 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 also adapt but then you also have to uh, allow it to to let it go a bit away from yourself yeah. of course because if you're just like trying to hold on to this new idea or world that you're mm. trying to create and other people are trying to fit in, but don't really feel that they can fit in. They will never fit in. Right. So, but that's more yeah. philosophical. Maybe then. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't study that. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but sometimes, sometimes
1: I think we need <coughs> a bit more philosophical and and not just technology Yeah, because I, I, at I, the end of the day, it's so much is about behavior and yeah, no, are, you know, they're people. Yeah. So,
2: and it's it's uh, and it's also really weird and scary time in in terms of if you looked at the social dilemma and all these mm. social media platforms that can sort of alter the way we we think and stuff like so there's also a lot of like everybody can be anywhere i mean i can call my friends in new zealand with uh, with one when one look at my phone it's no problem but on the other hand it also means that i'm giving up so much privacy and some, i think people are really gay yeah covid climate change it's like really big topics mm-hmm. and um i think it's important to have strong leadership in this kind of situation but also shown that the market cannot op- can come up with really fun innovative and non-painful solutions i yeah. mean if we you can also say you can no longer eat eat meat like yeah okay but that's not that mm-hmm. there's no fun in that yeah but there is maybe fun in finding new yeah. Alternatives for meat while you're cooking, and yeah. you have a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know how to cook. Yeah. Problem here. You, you order this box at Hello Fresh and and, and get get yeah. that whole whole thing over with. It's like the same for all the people like living in the street individually, having to decide yeah. on what kind of heat pump, solar panels, um, the thermal heat. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you you think it? There's a solution for your uh, house to m- make it energy neutral. But maybe we just have to come up with a really sort of one solution fits on eighty percent of the situations. Mm-hmm. It's eighty percent of the situations to sort of make bulk, yeah and then just make sure that all the stuff that is scattered around the edges gets some more attention yeah. when w- when you're there.
1: Yeah,
2: because the focus is often it's like it's like with houses. Okay, so I'm like rambling a bit, but it's like you have the energy labels. Yes. It makes more sense to, to upgrade like 20% of G's to D's than B's to A's. Mm -hmm. It's just because there's way more impact in the G's to D's Mm -hmm. than if you go from a good situation to a slightly better situation. So if you go from completely shit to acceptable, we will always need and use energy. We will for a long time still eat meat, I think. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah. and, and there are so many of those situations, but yeah. it, it doesn't really matter as long as you, if you, you sort of l- keep looking ahead yeah. and make sure that you can get people on board who, who get challenged in a fun yeah. way.
1: So you're quite positive then. I, I mean, is there nothing where you think, I wish this, wo- this, I could change this and then my life would be so much easier or yeah. I could, I could then, expand my business into Germany or what are your plans?
2: Um, I think everything is still inherited to a process. And, um, so time will tell, I mean, it would have been amazing if we, with, with the, the the knowledge we have today already started developing solar panels in 1800 Mm. was not possible. So we did, we did call and then (laughs) we, we built this whole society and then we are where we are today. So the fact that we can run the whole planet on uh fossil fuel free seems for me more like a challenge which can be taken on as a fun challenge Mm -hmm. and you can see how people can contribute like with the peer-to-peer energy Mm -hmm. uh, system with your neighbors and everything i mean we have so much good going on especially here in europe so Mm -hmm. maybe we're even a bit bit bored i mean we can basically do whatever we like and well not because of covid so people are sitting home more but Otherwise, ways they would have been flying all over the world yeah. meeting and seeing new people but it's everything is still a process and i really like to look at the opportunity not to make a uh, buttloads of money because i was the first who came up with the idea to change something but more um to get everybody as, as we've been talking about mm-hmm. the last 10 minutes on this train to, yeah. to to a more fun place because we're with a lot of people and if machines are taking over all our work then you have to make sure that there is something in life to sort of strive for and aim for so yeah. like an, an overnight change from fossil fuel to renewable energy would be amazing brilliant really be really interested to see in how tomorrow would look like then but it's a process in the process you have to accept that there's there's stuff going well there's stuff not going well there will be some pain but also a lot of fun And as long as you have fun, there is a reason to, to, to -hmm. continue. I mean, if you, if you're going on a holiday and and you're making the trips, this like painful 11 hour ride to Mm -hmm. the south of France is going to be a horrible day. But if you just make sure that you do something fun on the way, I mean, visit a small castle, a small museum, and so spend an hour and a half extra on your journey, you will arrive over there and say, oh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just a different way of looking yeah. at it, I think. So it's okay. not really about changing it overnight. It's more making sure yeah. that while doing it. Yeah, uh, taking
1: steps. Yeah. So we need to take steps. We need to t- keep taking steps, but it doesn't have to be a drama and a dragon no, uh, while we're doing it. No, we no, know I, we have to take the steps. Yeah. So we might as well see if we can yeah, th- get some make the most energy out of it. Or
2: be- because otherwise creativity there's, there's no no real reason right why yeah. why, why would why, you yeah. why would you spend 80 years in, yeah. in agony let's <laughs> <That's laughs> like why would you do that it yeah. doesn't make any sense yeah. and yes yeah, sometimes you, you have really rough periods i mean you can have you, you can endure so much in your life but yeah if, if everything is like if, if if you get um five million euros in your bank account tomorrow you never have to work anymore and i don't think i will necessarily be more happy tomorrow mm. with 5 million euros in my bank account then compared to today mm. but that's like yeah really personal no. like yeah yeah Once said this discussion with a friend if people who own uh, 500 million euro or dollar private yachts are mm. happy or not i don't think so but He's really confident. <laughs> if you own a massive
1: yacht, <laughs> you're really happy. <laughs> so,
2: I think happiness really comes from the stuff you do on a daily yeah. basis.
1: Yeah, I, I think obviously having enough financial resources to not have to worry. Mm. You know, if you can have a place to sleep and you have no, you, uh, you food need and like then certain hygiene. Yeah, then that's level, yeah, then that's, uh, and, then and, that's and nice. That's, but and
2: that's uh, sadly that's not the case for everybody mm. in the Netherlands. But that's also something to work on. Yeah. I think, Mm. but now it's energy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Today it's energy. Yes. Yeah. We can't solve all the problems. No, you have to be realistic. All at once by ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, you get really messed up if you are going to uh, worry about everything uh, that can be done better or is wrong in the world at this moment. Yeah. not going to be fun. I mean, you can start with COVID, but. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. Well, thanks very much.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you, Linda and Klaus, for that fantastic, if rather abrupt, ending episode. I hope you all enjoyed listening to that one at home. Earlier on, I promised our Dutch listeners a treat, so here we go. Next week, Linda will be speaking with a group of young professionals from Kek, a group focused on climate and energy challenges. So next week's episode will be presented almost entirely in the Dutch language. So if you're one of our Dutch listeners, don't forget to subscribe in the podcast app so we can send it straight to you once it's ready. And if you're not a Dutch speaker, well, we'll be back in English the week after. So it's not long to wait. And with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening. I've been producer Dave, and I'll see you all again next time.